Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of CIR Realty Business Mastery. I'm Lindsay Smith, and I'm here with three amazing guests who have taken upon themselves to add some value to their clients by doing video interviews and video engagements and, um, and, you know, and have inviting guests on to add value and uh, something that uh, was, you know, part of it was COVID, but um, you know, a couple of you said you started doing it this year and, um, and we wanted to talk to them and find out what they're doing, what the results have been. And so welcome to the call today or the webinar or the podcast. I don't know how to say it. We're on zoom for the first time doing this today. So I want to, first of all, say welcome to, Tina Tolly. Tina, welcome. Hello. Awesome. And Melissa Cost, uh, welcome to Business Mastery. And we also have uh, Kristen Mould. Uh, welcome to the podcast as well. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And obviously, you guys, if you want to hear this later, it's going to be available anywhere you get your podcasts on uh, CIR Realty uh, Business Mastery. Uh, we upload to SoundCloud and then distribute from there. So, um, so that's that. So let's, let's kick it off. Uh, Melissa, we'll start with you. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, tell us just sort of how long you've been in the business. Uh, well, I'm Melissa Cost, and uh, I've been in the business for 15 years. Just had my 15th anniversary. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, Kristen, uh, how long have you been in the business? Introduce yourself. So Kristen Mould, and I've been in real estate for five years now. Uh, just recently celebrated my five-year anniversary, and I've been with CIR the whole time, and I'm so grateful for that. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. And Tina? Hi, I'm Tina Tolley, and I hit a big career milestone, so I'm going to answer this in a long... <laughs> <laughs> Longer than just years. Um, over COVID, one of my clients, when they purchased their house, their oldest was 10. And he called me this week to buy his first home. Well, during COVID. <laughs> so I actually spent Mother's Day with him and his mom looking at houses. So I feel like I'm at a career threshold and have crossed wow. to the other side. I've been doing this, I think, about 13 or 14 years. But for me, that was a big milestone to have one of my clients' kids call. I'm officially one of the old realtors <laughs> so it's like tina tolly serving generations <laughs> right right it's happened <laughs> fantastic that's good people probably expect you to be a little bit older when they run into you if you're using that right? one so i'm gonna use that tagline it was such a big deal for me like i was really like emotional about it and excited but yet knowing that i've now served generations we had a, I got to share something we had our uh, annual general uh meeting at one point and tina was the chair of our advertising committee and on our slide we accidentally said that tina had joined us in 94 and so, um, you know, coming up on our 30th year here at CIR. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, pretty funny. Uh, I love anyways. that memory. Yeah, from yeah. 94. Yeah, absolutely. I thanked, I thanked my plastic surgeon in, the, in my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's get into it and let's jump right into the meat of it here. So, all of you are doing uh, something a little bit different. Melissa and Kristen, you guys are working together. And Tina, uh, you're doing something a little bit different, but all of you are using uh, video interviews or, or some format of using video to uh, engage your clients with this. So uh, why don't I start with um, uh, Kristen on this and give us a basic overview of what you are currently doing um, and, and how often you're doing it. 
Sure. So um, currently, Melissa and I are interviewing local businesses, um, primarily in Calgary and area. And we do this uh, via a Zoom video format, which we've adapted because of COVID. So originally when we started doing the interviews back in January, we were going to businesses and meeting people face-to-face and doing the interviews that way. Um, and then, of course, like the rest of the world, we, we had to, to pivot and, um, and now we're doing the Zoom video format. So the frequency of that can vary, um, you know, kind of in the thick of COVID, maybe through April, Melissa and I were doing a ton of interviews, um, but we didn't have a lot going on business-wise, so, and we were home, and so we had more time to do that. So I think we had one week where we probably did maybe 15 interviews or so, or maybe even 20, which, wow. which was a lot. So we, we were able to get a lot of um, uh, content created in actually a pretty short period of time. So, so Melissa, uh, speak to that for a second, because if you're doing 20 in a week, you're not post, you're not doing them all live. Are you like, it's, uh, tell us about the distribution of that. So, um, we kind of rolled out a format that, um, the videos all once they're edited. So there's a lot of work that goes into recording the video and then they have to be edited and then they have to be uploaded to the website that we host them on. And then from there, we also roll them out on our social media. We, the, th- the two of us roll them out on our personal Facebook, our business Facebook, our Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. So we, we distribute them that way and we don't do them all at once. So we sort of started with like three a week format, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, to distribute them on the, the social media end of things. And when we're distributing them, we're, we're tagging the businesses and, you know, giving shout outs to the businesses on, on their sort of posted day. Mm-hmm. And then um, as they had been putting stuff on their stories on Instagram stories is great. We can share on our stories, we can share promotions or things that they were doing. So we were cross promoting those businesses Mm -hmm. all throughout on different days. Just if we saw that they were doing something that we wanted to share, we would just tag them in our story. And and yeah. So our our support continues. It's not just the interview. That's just the beginning. So our real support kind of comes in. I mean, through the sharing of the video on our social media, um, you know, Instagram and whatnot. But from there, uh, we're very cognizant of continuing to try to share their posts to get the word out to our followers. And, and how long, um, how long are your videos typically? We try to keep them five minutes is yeah. sort of the, the format. We try to keep viewer engagement. Um, we found once we transferred from because we were meeting people face to face, like just to back this up, we started meeting with um, businesses back in January where we were able to go out and actually talk to people. And we, it was a much easier flow when you're face to face with people. And, you know, we could do a good interview in three to four minutes, but we found as we transferred over, um, somebody asked what platform we're using. We're using zoom. And uh, as we transferred over, some of the interviews were getting so long. They were getting like, eight, nine, 10 minutes. And that's too long. We found that too long for, um, 
I think people at that point, though, were so starved for human contact, too. It was was really easy for the interview to go on and on and on. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but we modified that. Yeah, so we some days I set a timer and I was like, okay, we're going to set a timer and then we're going to be done. And I'm going to like scratch my neck. And as soon as I scratch my neck, that's the cue to wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and doing it, doing it pre-recorded is, is quite a bit different than um, doing it live. But one of the things that we've learned in just this format as well is for easy editing, it's easier to just chop off the ends if you just do it all in one long, because you could ask each question and then edit it all together where you can remove questions from it and things like that to make it five minutes. But, you know, doing that editing is a nightmare. And I am the one that has been doing the editing. Kristen and I have been sort of dividing up jobs, but I'm the one that sort of puts the video together and I am not talented enough to be chopping it up. So it's literally got to be, we can chop the end and we can chop the beginning, but that's it. So like like we say, one and done. One and done. One and done. Happens in the middle of it. We are done. If your kid comes comes in, like whatever, it it just is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Raw and real. Yeah. So, so it Tina, makes you're it doing. Authentic. I like it. Yeah. 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 Everyone loves it when a dog comes in or something like that. It's like, <laughs> oh, I saw a Zoom mistake. I was there like in person for a blooper. Like that. Yeah. That's great. You know, maybe it's good enough that this can be YouTube worthy later. So, <laughs> um, so Tina, t- take us through because you do something a little bit different. So, give us an overview of the format that you're doing. Yeah. So wonderful job, ladies. I've watched some of yours on online and was seeing the interviews back in January when they were in person and thought it was such a great idea. So kudos to you. I really love love it. Um, So mine was really COVID started. That was really it. I um, I think it was a CIR event. I'm not sure which one, but they really talked about adding value and staying relevant. And that kept rolling around in my head is like, how do I add value and how do I stay relevant during this time? And then I saw a quote by uh, Liz Gilbert that said, grace will take you places hustling can't. And that, those three things kind of really stuck with me as I was walking and kind of just meditating my way through the beginning of COVID. And then I started realizing I was signing up for any free event that was happening. So if there was a free class or a free event, I was signing up because I wanted to keep busy and I wanted to continue learning. And so for that idea, I kind of started this whole idea of Tuesdays with Tina and it was an hour long session. It took me a while to kind of call the first person to be like, would you be on a panelist and talk? (laughs) Um, And then their response was so overwhelming. You're right. People were so hungry for human interaction that before I was even like, I was wondering if you would speak. They were like, yes, yes, of course I'll do it. And I'm like, you don't even, I haven't even asked on what yet, Um, which was a really big surprise to me um, that people were willing to just put themselves out there and share and discuss even though I was spending, like at the beginning of COVID, I was spending so much time on the phone. I was trying to call all of my clients, which would have gone to voicemail in the past, turned into a 45 minute call. And it was really about how do I bring my circle closer without spending 45 minutes with everyone? Cause I'll never get through my list. Like, I don't know how long COVID's going to last, but I'll never get through my list. If I spend an hour on the phone with every person I talk to. Um, so that kind of is where it came from. 
it turns out it lasted long enough that we could have got through our list spending an hour on the phone there. <laughs> um, Don't jinx so, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are we are getting some questions in the chat, which is which is great. Um, I'm gonna I will be watching. I'll try to answer them as we as we go along here. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about technology as it comes up here to get some details um, out of these ladies that for stuff that they're using specifically. Um, and uh, Kristen and Melissa, Tina, you touched on this already, so I want to kind of get it from here, Melissa. What made you want to start doing this? Because you guys did this before COVID. So tell me about the intention. There's obviously sort of, um, you know, obviously, you know, grow our business is, a, is an ultimate, you know, piece to it. But tell me about the means to the end on that. How, what's the plan? Like the plan moving forward or how it started? No, 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 no. Like what in, in the initial plan? To, oh, um, well, it, it just kind of happened organically. Kristen and I sort of started connecting through um, a ninja group. And uh, we meeting on a weekly basis. And as our group kind of dissolved, we really enjoyed our meetings and working together. So we continued to work and meet on a weekly basis at, uh, at the office and brainstorm. And, and we discovered that although we're running our own businesses individually, we had a lot of synergy and we had a lot of energy that worked really well together. Um, so we really liked um, that dynamic and we just kept going with it. And she lives in Edgemont and I've just in the last year moved to Hawkwood. And, um, you know, this is the area that we love working in. So we were really trying to find an organic way to engage ourselves with the community. And uh, she came across a, a Facebook ad for a website, um, Park Bench, and um, we, she did a meetup with them and then had me join in on the meetup. And I wasn't initially very sold on the idea, but um, afterwards I was like, no, you know what, I, I think meeting with people is a very organic way to build your network and build your connection. And that's always how I've run my business has been very organically. So we decided to give it a try. And the sort of premise of it was to, it, it's, it was very scary to think about, but we sort of committed to um, doing about a hundred videos for the year. And uh, wow. when, right. And so when we looked at it, I was like, Oh my, like, where am I going to find time to do this? But we decided we were going to do it together. We divide and conquer. And we just thought, okay, this is the new element that we're going to add to our business this year. And so we started just calling up some businesses that we knew and we had connections with. And those were sort of our first initial, like our very first interview was Ryan McKay. And, um, you know, and, and then we just sort of, we were having a ton of fun with it. We were loving getting out into the community and starting to meet these different mm. people. And, and uh, we, we had a real good groove going and then COVID hit. And it was just like, bam, done. And, you know, we just sat there like stunned like everybody else. And we weren't sure what we were going to do. We weren't sure how this was going to move forward. But like Kristen said, we very quickly thought, no, we've worked too hard to let this go. And so we rescheduled our interviews on Zoom. We weren't sure how that was going to look, how it was going to work. But um, Kristen and I were talking last night about this for the month of April, for sure, these videos were the reason to get me out of bed some mornings, right? Like when, when you're at your absolute lowest and feeling just like 
you just can't do anything. We had these things committed. We were committed. We were committed. Not just ourselves, you know, it's easy to give up on yourself, but we had committed to these businesses. They were excited about the opportunities to promote themselves, especially people that had to close their doors. Mm -hmm. And so they were excited about the opportunity to talk about their business or how they've pivoted and how they've shifted. And we felt like we built this little community amongst our businesses. Yeah. Sorry, I talked a lot there, Kristen. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. (laughs) That was good. No, yeah, that was great. (laughs) Um, So, so Tina, now you have a variety of topics and obviously, um, uh, Kristen and Melissa, you guys are focusing on business owners. <laughs> you guys are going out there. So um, in terms of format, Tina, how are you choosing your guests and topics? Cause you, and tell us what sort of that, uh, uh, tell us what that theme is that you're, you're shooting for there. Yeah. I don't know that I have an underlying theme. The, the, I kind of started as to what, it, what am I struggling with and what are my stresses? And so first it was like, okay, finances, everybody's, you know, financial runway has changed. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's, let's have a discussion. How do we save money? So that was my first one. Um, I had some panelists on that I knew either were great savers, were great with their money, and one of my panelists, she actually said, like, I just mentioned this to you in passing and then I call years later. So they had set up a group with their friends where they showed all of their financing. Everybody came with their bank statements. They all discussed what every, how everyone spent their money and compared. And I thought it was an incredible idea. So yeah. she was one of the panelists that I phoned to say, hey, would you share this? Because it's really cool. And I think that would help people save some money. So that was kind of my first one. I had heard that divorce rates were rising after COVID in China. So I was like, I need a psychologist. We need to talk about relationships. Um, And then back to the couple who was on my financing, they were like, Tina, everybody's going to start gardening because vegetables are are going, they're they're getting more expensive. So I was like, great, I'll have a a gardening panel, panel, right? (laughs) So it was really a matter of what are people thinking about in COVID that I can provide some value or a different thought. And I know that there's tons of podcasts and documentaries, like you can find information anywhere, but I really thought it was great to bring in people that I know, like, and trust and introduce them as these are people that I know, like, and trust that I think have something cool to share um, that will add value, come spend you know, your Tuesday evening with me. So that was kind of where it all kind of came about in, in that regard. Yeah. That, that's almost like the Joe Rogan thing of like, I don't know, I'll just talk about anything. Like it, it, there is no <laughs> theme other than it's like, these are the people that I know, like, and trust. And I love how you picked uh, the relevant topics. It's, and that you're in a position where, you know, you can um, adapt to what's happening in the now with that. I think that's, I think that's outstanding. So, so Kristen, um, now you guys are, you're lining up so many people, uh, and obviously the theme is, you know, business owners and they're sharing their, their story and some of their services, which is an amazing plug, especially for businesses trying to get exposure. I love, Mm -hmm. um, sending that out there. How are you finding your hundred people this year to, to do that? Or actually, first of all, let me ask you, is, is that still the goal? Knowing what you know now, is that still the goal? Um, and, and how are you uh, choosing these people? Yeah, well, Melissa and I are, I mean, we're well on our way. We're already past the halfway mark of our goal of a hundred and it's only wow. June the 1st. Wow. <clears throat> so um, the way that 
primarily were choosing the businesses. Um, at first, I think it was just mostly Melissa and I would see or maybe had like some shops or stores that we frequented. And so we thought, well, let's chat with them and see if they're open to it. Um, and that's kind of evolved, especially since COVID, to um, reaching out to businesses via Instagram. So businesses that already maybe have a bit of an Instagram presence, um, they uh, might already follow us. Um, we might follow them. There might already be some sort of a connection that way. Um, so literally, I'm going through my followers, um, people I follow, and then same with Melissa's. And I just go through and try to get out um, some invites to local businesses a couple times a week at least. Um, and then most people do respond. If they don't, I follow up. And, you know, during COVID as well, people had... Uh, you know, a lot of stress to, to manage and navigate. And so some businesses would say, hey, yeah, we're interested, but probably, you know, not for a month or so. Could you touch base with us then? Where other businesses were like, yes, like I'm at home. I want to promote my business 100%. Like we want to do this. So mostly that's how we're connecting with these local business owners. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Um, and now something that just sort of switch topics and go back to something that we, um, uh, few of you have touched on already, but, uh, we see podcasts out there and I reference it to podcasts and, and video podcasts. And, um, obviously when you go to YouTube, you know, you find videos that are, you know, under 20 minutes long, you know, five, and it, it's such a variety of now. And, you, um, and Melissa and Kristen, you guys are doing right around five minutes. You guys kept it to that. Tina, you're started at an hour now. Um, you're doing a new format. How long do you expect those to be? Um, you were saying that an hour is too long. Yeah. So I haven't really decided what the next phase of this is going to look like as the world opens back up. An hour is, is too much commitment. We went, you know, from being very bored and stuck at home. Um, and yeah. that will change. So I don't, I don't know if it'll be more like 90 seconds or five minutes. I'm still working out those details. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's cool. Cool. And, um, and, and, you, and you said the hour was just good during COVID, but now it's, okay, we just need a bit of a change. Yeah, I was really, um, I was really happy with the turnout. Um, I was going to post, so I've been doing it via Zoom and um, I was going to post the link online and then heard that there was a bunch of scams and different things that were happening with that. So then it turned into kind of by an invite or by request only. Um, but most people would log in and stay the hour. And then I had other people that I hadn't spoke to in you know, maybe I went to high school with them that were messaging me to say, can I get a copy of that? Um, which was probably my biggest mistake is that I thought people would tune in at 8 p.m. And yeah. that was that. I didn't need to PVR this, right? So then it was, how do I get this out to people in a way that's appropriate for people who are asking for it? So that was one mistake that I made and that I just assumed that everybody would come at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, drop whatever you're doing your kids i'm sure they're taken care of yeah, yeah. yeah. just stop all that it's okay leave they'll be fine for an hour um so it really became how do i work this in another way to get the information out um which thank you for your help we did work that out so now i have audio files available on my website but it is an hour of content right that's a long time to kind of sit and chat um or for someone to listen so yeah it worked then now I have to evolve and pivot just like we did in the beginning. 
I love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to go back to Melissa on this one. Let's let's kick us off. Let's get into some details here on some technology um, as the the video production expert in the in the room right now. <laughs> so she's awesome. Okay. So, so take us through it. So now um, let's start. Let's let's just go back. Let's go back to January when you're doing these in person. How are you recording these to start? How are you recording them? Um, and, you know, what are you guys using? For? Yeah. Very high tech. Uh, if you have one of these, you'll be good. Uh, <laughs> but we did find that the, um, the microphone on those videos was lacking. So just as we were, just as COVID was sort of rearing its ugly head, we were discussing that we do need to get some type of microphone system um, right. to, to make the interviews a little bit crisper and then bam, that was over. So I think it's something that needs to get tabled again as, you know, I, I don't know when we're going to feel like it's time to start interviewing people face to face. That's a decision that we'll have to have and see how people are comfortable with. Um, but we will be looking at getting um, a microphone to just make the, the crispness, but I'm not looking for it to be super professional um, mm -hmm. because on the back end, all I do is have that video on my desktop. I load it into iMovie. We created a little um, graphic for the end of the video. At the in in the video, we just I just type in who we're interviewing, like what their name is, their business. And uh, at the end, I just put the link to the website that uh, they can go visit to find out more information about um, that business. And that's, that's about it. I download it and I email a copy to um, the business that we interviewed. And a lot of them have shared it with their networks and on their social media. So they get a, a copy of the file and then I upload it to YouTube and then it just sort of goes off um, out there. So... That's, you know, that's, 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 that's one of the things that's so great about interviewing businesses um, is, or anybody actually, and anybody that has a network or is an influencer because, uh, you know, and to Tina's point, I was surprised that people were excited to do this. Well, anytime someone asks you to be an expert and to talk about something, it's a big compliment. Just the <laughs> fact that you've called to, uh, to ask them to be on, it's flattering. And, and then sort of that, uh, I'm going to use the word narcissistic, but in sort of a positive way, you know, our ego, they, they, we want to share that because it makes us feel mm -hmm. good. And then you are sharing it out there. And as a business owner, for me to have a great reason to share this with my audience, and then you guys are also uh, looking at what you're doing uh, to, to be creative and innovative and interviewing these people and setting up this platform for that. It looks great for everybody. So business owners uh, really are the, uh, one of the best audiences for this, for that reason, they can send that out there. So to reiterate, okay. So on your iPhone, you were recording it. Um, you were using iMovie and then you guys are putting that on YouTube, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then, um, so then now you're using zoom and are you recording to your desktop or in the cloud? Uh, I'm recording to my desktop. Okay. So you record yeah. your desktop, you take that file, you edit it, you put in your, uh, it's called lower thirds where you put yeah. in the, um, the title of the person and then you upload that onto YouTube and then it's a YouTube link that you're sharing. Uh, yeah, the YouTube link. No, we're sharing the, the link from, 
the park bench website like oh, right from park, park bench. okay perfect and it has to be it has but to be it has on youtube to on youtube to go to the park bench website yeah. um, and then instagram of course you have to be able to save the file on your phone so there's there's like a lot of back and forth between going from the phone to the desktop so airdrop is Mm-hmm. my best friend really yeah. just yeah. kind of sending the videos back and forth and um yeah cool and now um are kristen you're using you uh instagram as well uh yeah so yeah i use instagram as well and so when melissa and i are doing the videos and after she's done um editing uh she's posting them to youtube and then i post them to our park bench website Um, But typically what we do is we have a schedule where we're posting videos on our social media, you know, over the course of weeks, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's when we'll feature one of the businesses. But in the meantime, Melissa gets the MP4 sent over to the businesses as soon as it's done and they can put it on their Instagram immediately if they want to. Yeah. And so for Instagram, is it automatically because you get the one minute and then is it switching over to IGTV? Is that how it's working? Yeah. yeah, we've created, you can um, create a series in IGTV. So I've just, we, we call our series Heart and Hustle. So we, um, I just upload it to the Heart and Hustle series on my IGTV. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, Tina, yeah. so now you've been doing it uh, a little bit different. Um, you're still using Zoom. So you're getting the file and are you recording that in the cloud or on your computer? I record it on my computer. Okay. Um, because the Zoom account will probably go by the wayside when I stop doing these. So they're recorded on my, on my hard drive. Fair, fair. And, um, then, um, and, then what, and then what are you doing with it from there? Well, thanks to Lindsay's help, I now upload the audio, which again is a little bit different. When I started, I wasn't putting it in presentation mode because all, everybody who was participating, I knew, and I wanted to see their faces and be able to message them separately. And I felt like it was a b- bit of a breach of confidentiality to now upload this video with people's names and faces. So I took the audio file, put it on SoundCloud, thanks to Lindsay, and then took the SoundCloud and put it on my website. Um, And that's where it is now for people to check. And then I have, for some of the, um, some of my panelists, they weren't selling anything, right? Like, one of my panelists, she had a, they had a tower garden in their house. You can grow lettuce in your kitchen. Um, and so she spoke about that. She's not selling it. Um, so she doesn't have a website or any links to kind of go to. But some of my panelists do have other businesses. And so then I have them, their website is linked now on my website. So people can source them out after they've listened to the, the hour-long chat. Perfect. Perfect. And, and, and keeping it, uh, you guys are all keeping it pretty simple in terms of the technology that you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are, uh, so Melissa and Tina, it looks like you guys are just on your, um, your laptops and you're using the webcam that's built into your laptop. Is that correct? Okay. And then the microphone, the built-in mic and speakers that's on your laptop as well. Correct. Yep. And then Kristen, you're doing most of that except, uh, oh, and for the audio portion, they are, they are nodding yes, because <laughs> we, we have a video. Um, and then Kristen, um, you're using laptop and camera as well. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah. you have your, your, your earphone with the wired Apple um, earbuds. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, earbuds. I always figure out like, AirPods versus earbuds. Earbuds. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And, and it sounds great. Like actually the laptop and the mics are great. As long as you're close enough to the mic, um, I think it's great. If you were across the room, it'd be a challenge, obviously. And that's with anything, uh, but you don't necessarily need a lab when you're sitting in front of your, your laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, so great. That's awesome. Um, yeah. okay. So no real special mics or cameras or anything like that at this point, even before is the iPhone and the iPhones are amazing these days. Like the, yeah. the quality that's spitting out. I, I always recommend anybody that is doing video, uh, lighting and audio are the two biggest things. All cameras typically are good enough these days. Um, but lighting and audio are just the, the key to making it look, uh, to look great. So let's talk about the promotion. I know we touched on it, but let's just uh, go through it again. Um, so Tina, you have your meeting is starting or you're going to be doing this meeting. And now you've called yours Tuesdays with Tina, which is actually a promotion in and of itself, because then I would come to expect that come Tuesday, um, I can expect a meeting to, to be available, uh, which makes it very, very easy. And there's actually some strategic, uh, there's some strategy to that, which is awesome. Um, so tell us how people hear about it. And I know you said you're, you're doing it by invite only, but how are you doing that? I would like to say it was by strategy, Lindsay, that I picked Tuesdays with Tina. I just thought it would, that would be easy to remember. Um, but I wasn't really thinking that through COVID, nobody knew what day of the week it was. Right? It was <laughs> is, is this Sunday? Is it like, is it Tuesday? Um, and I did receive several messages that was like, I forgot what day it was. Like, I'm logged in. Where are you? Um, like, it's Wednesday. Like, it's Tuesday with Tina. Um, so, which is kind of funny in and of itself. But, um, yeah, really, I reached out, again, back to my database of past clients um, through social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and then it was really a anybody who requested a link received it. Um, and then all of my database received a link each week and a reminder which I wasn't going to do in the beginning. I didn't want to be that, that person who messaged every week. And then as time went on, I just thought, I just need to send this out every week to remind people of different topics. And uh, so basically email, social media was kind of the, the way that I reached out, um, which again was surprising. I had people I hadn't spoke to in 20 years probably that were like, hey, I'd really like to attend. Where's my link? Why don't you send it to me? So to, so you advertised it widespread and then said, request an invite or request the link. And that's how you kind of um, overcame that security side of it. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. And, and zoom now they've uh, with the new updates, they have uh, you know, zoom 5.0. They, they did a whole ton of things. There are a lot of businesses that were ditching zoom because of the, uh, the security flaws in it. So they've definitely stepped their game up. Uh, they've had to, um, so Melissa uh, and how are, and you guys are using Parkbench, which is obviously a third party site, but how are you guys um, promoting it out um, other than that, the social media platforms, things like that. Give us kind of an overview of that. Um, I, that that's pretty much it is just, uh, like I said, we, we put the videos uh, on three times a week on um, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and LinkedIn, as well as the Parkbench website. And Kristen, where are you guys getting the best response from, do you think, in terms of uh, people looking at it or where are you getting the most eyeballs on it? Uh, I would say um, Instagram for sure uh, and LinkedIn, actually. So LinkedIn is one of those interesting sites where you may not necessarily um, get engagement as far as likes and comments go, but you can track how many views there are. 
And so I tend to notice that with LinkedIn and Instagram, we get the most views. And I love that on Instagram as well, um, because like pretty much all of the businesses that we have interviewed are on Instagram. Like if they're, if they're on anything, they're on Facebook and Instagram. LinkedIn is kind of hit or miss. Um, but that way on those two other platforms, um, we can tag those individuals. Um, and, and I always um, post the video, which um, I then share to my story. So it's like sharing within kind of two platforms on like within just Instagram. So that way you're like doubling up on potential viewers that way, which I love. Um, and just, I want to go back to, for a moment when we were talking about actually making the videos and how we do them and that sort of thing. But I just want to put some emphasis on, um, Melissa and I really are all about one and done back to that again, because it's not, it, we do want to put out quality content and we, we want it to look pretty. We want it to look nice. We want it to sound good. Um, but what initially drew me to park bench was, um, how raw and authentic the videos were, um, that I saw. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, that's what I want to do. And so our videos are, they're not perfect. And, you know, Melissa does take some time to edit them, but they're not perfect. And I think that that's maybe what's appealing about them is just the rawness and the realness. You know, and to speak to that, if we look at the success of, and this is heavily edited, so it's not a great example, but um, SGN, uh, John Krasinski's um, uh, Some Good News Network, mm. if you've been watching that on YouTube, and now CBS picked it up, uh, so it's going to be turned into a show. But uh, people love seeing John Krasinski with like handmade signs and Jimmy Fallon with his daughters, like getting into the videos. And, uh, you know, you've seen these celebrities in their home environment talking on crappy, you know, audio from a laptop, not that it's crappy, but you know what I mean? It's like, people love that because yeah. you get to see these people as humans, maybe without makeup one day or something like that. And, um, there's something that is so cool about that and, uh, gives us that, that connection to them. So I, I oh, definitely yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. I've messed up like business names and like the names <laughs> of the people we're interviewing and I've messed up the website at the end, but I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Like that's not it, right? Like that's not what matters. It's that we're interviewing these people and having an authentic conversation and featuring their biz. That's what it's about. I love it. Okay. So now let's switch gears a little bit now how do you define success with these and, and what, what results have you had? Are you hoping to have um, kind of give us that feel to it? Obviously it's pretty new still for, um, for a lot of it. Um, but uh, what results and response have you had from your audience? What response and results do you hope to have? Uh, Melissa, maybe kick us off with that. Um, well, I, I didn't really know what to expect with it when we started and it was, it was cool, you know, having people engage on, you know, on the post or, or, you know, in talking with people, oh, I really like that video or, hey, I popped into that bakery that you guys featured or, oh my God, I tried this or, you know, and so it, it started with, oh, like people are actually listening. That's cool. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we very quickly did see how when we were promoting those businesses and hearing from people, we did see that we were having an, a, a, just a small influence on people going in and trying those businesses. So that, that's something that, that I felt very proud of initially was like, yeah, we drove three people to go try the sandwich at the bakery or, or whatever, right? Like that, that was the whole purpose of it. Um, and we were having so much fun meeting people um, and, and doing that. And as COVID kind of came in, this thing sort of took on a whole life of its own because we, we joke, we were like, well, we were supporting local before supporting local was cool. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Isn't that you know, we, we were doing that before. Now that's what everybody's doing. Um, and Kristen, I don't, I don't know if. Yeah. I yeah. think that um, like just kind of on that note. So this goes back to uh, Ninja selling as well is that, um, you know, adding, adding value and doing that in a really authentic way is a really important part of my business um, and Melissa's business as well. And I'm sure Tina's as well. So that's something just kind of ingrained in my, in my soul now ingrained in my business practice. So through doing these interviews and reaching out to local business owners, um, the only thing that we're asking for is their time, right? So, so we're just asking for their time. Um, and through that, um, that's actually helped Melissa and I grow our database in a very authentic way. So we're learning right now because we have been kind of in, in the learning stage and kind of in the thick of it of doing all these interviews. Um, our next phase will be, you know, what does the follow up look like? Like, how do we continue to nurture and support these businesses? Right. And just through that very authentic connection, um, we've had some of these business owners reach out to us for some real estate guidance, nice. which is amazing, which is amazing. So, um, you know, if that's a nice side effect of all of this, um, that makes me really happy. Oh, that would totally just activate that um, law of reciprocity of wanting yeah. to give back and help out the people that were helping them, especially when we start talking about COVID. And a lot of yeah. this is is almost too soon to see results because, um, you know, we're just coming out of lockdown now Mm -hmm. and that the market's just starting to pick up again. Uh, Tina, how about yourself? So, uh, results that you want, what deems it being a success and, uh, results that you've seen, how's the response been? Um, good. You know what? It's interesting because it's weird how your perspective can kind of change. When I phoned my first panelists, I was like, it might just be us on the call. Like there might just be five people, like nobody might come. And then I I had probably around 15 to 20 in attendance, the first one. And I was like, oh, that's okay. And then I attended a, uh, a woman's entrepreneurship event across Canada, of course, online during COVID. And I want to say they had around 30, which at first I was like, oh, my 15 is like, that's not that great. I don't know. And then when I went to this like Canada wide event and there was only about 30, I was like, okay, maybe my numbers are pretty good. Like this is okay. (laughs) Um, And then I was getting outstanding, like, like people were messaging being like, I missed it. I can't believe it. Can you send it to me? And so I was getting so many requests. I've got some beautiful comments on social media, some great like 
private messages about how this is exactly what I needed and my family needed this and we've implemented these changes. Um, so really right now it's been more about like a personal connection, um, which has really been beautiful and has kind of filled my soul with some joy during this whole time and given me something to look forward to. I've probably taken the most out of all of the sessions. Um, <laughs> so I've grown personally, which has been beautiful as, as well. You can never go wrong with that. And I, I'd like to speak to that, that uh, as, as we were doing this and it sort of gave me motivation to, to kind of keep going, I, in the end, as I've looked back over the last couple of months, this saved me, right? Like it just the, the connection with Kristen, the, the accountability, the feeling like I was doing something when there was nothing to do. We can't go out and do open houses. We can't go out and do the things mm -hmm. that we know and have been doing for however many years to, to interact with people. Like, you know, I, I did a market evaluation, couple market evaluations on Zoom and I, I hate it, right? Like I, I hate not being able to be in people's homes. And so this just made me feel like I was doing something because you just sit there and you're like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, how, how do I do something? Right. When, when you don't know what to do. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I watched our um, Facebook pages, our agent Facebook pages, and, and everybody was feeling the same way. Everybody was scared. Everybody was totally. confused. Yeah. And for me, this gave me purpose. Like I, you know, in, in my business, it, it gave me purpose. We have a whole other element with family, but in my business, when there was no business happening, this was how I could help my business. And very early you said something, Lindsay, in, in one of the meetings and you said, you know, if you sit back and just watch Netflix through COVID and then wonder when this is over, what happened? I, I can't remember exactly how you worded it, but I really took it to heart that I have to do something. Like yeah. I've worked on my business for 15 years and I refuse to let a virus kill yeah. that work, right? So this was as much for me as it was for these businesses. So it took on a life of its own. For sure. Through COVID, for yeah. sure. I love, I love that. And I love the concept that, well, there's, there's so, so many things, so many different places to dive into this. I mean, uh, one of them is, is that concept of you tell somebody, hey, I'm going to show up, or you're, we're interviewing you Friday at 11, to your point, got to put your pants on or your skirts or whatever it happens to be. You got to, you know, a you got you to shower. Yeah. You got to, we got to read. That's right. That's right. The classic, the classic COVID question. So what kind of <laughs> pants is everybody wearing on the call? Um, <laughs> so don't answer, don't answer. Um, but this is it. It gets you going. It gets you out of, and you have a purpose and you're actually working for something almost bigger than yourself. It's like these businesses need our help. My audience uh, needs something to do. We talked about, um, I can't remember if it was on this, on this or in our pre thing, but divorce rates, you know, may go up during COVID. So you said, Tina, you're like, so I'm going to bring on a relationship expert. And I love how you sort of took it upon yourself to make that, uh, add that value. And we have these different circles of influence. We have the, the circle of people who, you know, in Tina, your case, they're live on the call right there. And that's, you know, 15 people, 20 people, whatever it is. And then you have this extra circle of the people who will watch it later. But then you have this additional circle of people that saw you promote it, 
uh, and are just like, oh, I couldn't attend that. But, you know, Tina, wow, like the fact that you're doing that or, um, you know, and I'm getting some of your, Melissa and Kristen, I'm getting some of your park bench emails. And I look and it's funny because you even have like a financial planner on or talk about savings or indoor gardening or something. And that influences people too because they're like, ah, you know, they did this. I should really get on that. And the other side of it, just the overall piece here is that they see you doing stuff. And I got to say of all the things I did in my business when I was growing up with my real estate team, lots of stuff didn't work at all. Like it didn't, but we talked so much about it that people just looked at us and said, wow, you're just always doing stuff. You're just, you're always out there. And we had people that used us over their family members because they said, you know, he just sits at home, complains about things, but you're out there doing stuff. And, you know, Hey, you know, we didn't, we didn't see your yellow pages ad in the, in the yellow pages, but we'd still like to use you anyways. And you're like, Oh good. Well, no one saw the yellow pages ad. That's the running <laughs> joke. So, um, so that was that. So I think that's outstanding. Um, and I think that we're going to see more results from it, um, coming forward here. So, um, so after COVID is over now, uh, Tina, you plan to continue with it, but a new iteration. So I guess the answer to that is yes, you plan on continuing to do this. Yeah, in, in some form, it will be much different. Um, I shouldn't say much different. It'll be different in that it won't be an hour. <laughs> It'll be very short, probably promoted mostly through social media. Um, yeah, stay, stay tuned, like I said before. Well, and so let me, let me ask you this. Um, any other mistakes that you can think of that we might not have touched on um, already? You said that uh, mistake, obviously, it's, it's, it's a bit too long uh, uh, currently. Um, the, the format of the screen of having all the different viewers on there. Um, anything else that you would say was sort of a mistake and then something you do differently? Yeah, just in that I didn't think about it as content. I thought about it as I'm just gathering my circle together. That was really my number one, like, how do I add value? How do I remain relevant? And how do I bring my people close, right? In this time of where we need to be separated um, and add value. So that was really the big one. And the hour, I think, worked during the time, but it's just too long as life kind of returns at a different pace. Um, so that would have been the big one is looking at it like content and not just as this hour together in, in yes. hindsight. As you said, I did something and I need to really celebrate the something, which I yeah. think maybe as, as women, it's great that we have, there's three of us on the call. As women, I don't think we really celebrate our, ourselves enough and say, hey, we did this. And it's incredible what you guys are doing. It's incredible. And I think we need to celebrate it. So Awesome. And the guy with the girl's name. Is on the call right, well. right. You can't forget. Yeah. Melissa, so so tell us. You obviously, you guys are, or maybe not obvious, but you guys are planning on continuing this. You guys got a goal to reach. And what mistakes did you make? And what will you be potentially doing differently moving forward? Um, I. I don't know that we made mistakes. Well, I, I'm sure we made mistakes. Like we, you talked about the audio. You talked about the audio, you know, getting that. Yeah, we, you know, we, we're, we're learning. We, we talked about the audio and, you know, certainly I'd like to sharpen the, the look of the video to be a little bit more professional and, you know, but I don't have time for that. So it's like, okay, yeah. well, whatever. But uh, no, I, I can, I fully plan to, to keep, sort of going forward with this. And um, I, I don't actually see anything that we've done as, as a mistake. I've seen it as 
we've learned, you know, I, I think we learned one week that like 20 videos in a week was a little too much and it was a little overwhelming <laughs> yes. and, uh, you know, that those kinds of things. But overall, I, I'm thrilled with, with what we've done. I'm, I'm really proud of, of what we've done and, and what we've accomplished, like <laughs> Tina said, and, uh, and really do celebrate the, the success of it. And we did actually view this as content for our social media. Like that was one of the purposes of doing that because that that's something that's been very important to me is to work and grow my social media. Um, and I've been doing it without any outside help. I haven't been having anybody post for me. I've been doing it all myself. So it, it's a lot slower than I'd like it to be. But this creates a ton of content for us um, in that easy, organic way. And it, I believe it made us look very, very busy mm -hmm. in a time period where we, well, and, and I'd say we were very, very busy, but ultimately we weren't nearly as busy doing what we wanted to be doing, which was out there selling houses, right? Selling homes. So, yeah. <laughs> so instead we were busy connecting. I'll give a quick tip yeah. um, or, or a thought. And anytime you do video, it's actually three pieces of content uh, because you have obviously the video itself that you can show on YouTube or things like that. You have the audio that can become a podcast and we're and, and even length the podcast. And I'll go back to Joe Rogan, which I think is the number one podcast out there right now. And his, uh, his sessions are about two hours. And, um, but people listen to podcasts while they drive, while they're doing mm -hmm. other mundane activities. So you can sort of get through it or remembers <clears throat> where you are. So if you do get it onto something like SoundCloud that has an RSS, uh, feed, that's what it's called. Then now people can access it from their podcast systems, um, whatever they use. And so that's, that's beautiful. So then you have the audio portion of it. And then the third piece of content that you actually have is you can get somebody to transcribe these. And it becomes, um, you can use them for articles and even your, your five minute ones that you guys are doing, um, three and a half minutes is about one full page of text to kind of give you some idea on it. So if you're looking for website mm -hmm. content now that Google crawlers and spiders can actually do, I used a girl out of um, the U S and she doesn't do it. She doesn't do it anymore, but actually she might, if I called her, but she was just transcribing my audio for a dollar a minute. And she would have it back to me. So I'd have a half hour interview with somebody where I would do a half hour education session. She would transcribe that for 30 bucks and send it to me 45 minutes later. She was unbelievably cool. fast. And then I would send that to my assistant or something like that to just make it a bit more readable. But then now you put some images in it and it becomes an article that you can use on your website and, you know, a profile on a business where you have the video in there. You also have the transcription and now Google picks it up uh, for Google juice and things like that. So um, mm -hmm. a little, a little tidbit out there. So anytime you do a video, it becomes a bunch of different content, which is great. Awesome. Um, yeah. Kristen, what advice would you give to someone looking to do similarly here? Something, somebody looking to do something similar. Yeah, I would say um, be prepared. It depends on, I, like, my mentality um, uh, is, you know, if you're, if you're going to do something, put your whole heart into it. And um, especially during COVID, um, my, my belief in philosophy has been to take massive action. Um, and so <clears throat> that right there was a part of Melissa and I putting out 
and connecting with so many business owners was like, let's not talk to five business owners, let's talk to 30. So, you know, depending on how far you want to take it, um, if you're thinking about, say, interviewing local businesses, for, for an example, um, it is a time commitment. Okay, so, so it does take time. And I've said to Melissa, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. It takes time. And thankfully, she and I are able to do this together. Because um, this really is a team effort. If I had to do this all by myself, I wouldn't be putting out near as many videos as I am. So, so it is quite a process to go through to get people to the point where they're ready to interview. And from there, the editing and putting out the content, it does take time. Um, but through my experience, um, and I'm sure Melissa would agree, and I think time will still tell, um, I believe that what we're doing is putting good energy out there. I love bringing focus to local businesses. Um, and I do think that it will come back to reward us in one way or another. Um, so I would say just keep those things in mind if you're thinking about venturing down this path. Fantastic. Fantastic. Tina, what advice would you give someone in to looking to start something like this? Um, don't, don't do an hour. Um, <laughs> I also learned that, I mean, it worked really well at the time. I should really celebrate that. It worked really well. But then once I had the, even when I had the videos, it was like Facebook didn't want you to post them because it was too long. YouTube didn't want you to post them. Yeah. It was just too long. So it did work well at the time, um, but I would really watch the, the amount of time, especially now, um, as we kind of, um, as our lives change, I'd be cautious of that. And the rest, I think, you know what, just do it. And you've said this before, Lindsay, like, just start with version one, it might not be perfect. Yeah. You do, right now you come across as so authentic, which I love your videos, because you do come across as so authentic. You ladies have done a great job with that. And I think that's so important yeah. right now in our world is just be authentic and, and do it start, start with something, and it will evolve as you do. And th that's cool, too. Right? I love how you're like, mm -hmm. don't do an hour as you're on a one hour podcast. Thank you for that, <laughs> Tina. That's fantastic advice. Um, <laughs> just get it. For someone starting out, you I guys are experienced. I just get it. Just get it. <laughs> Melissa, take us home. What advice would you give someone looking to do something similar? Um, I, I really think like they said, just, um, just get out there and do it. If you have this idea, just don't let fear stop you. And I, I think that's, that, that's, we always get in our own way of doing things. And you, you can't create something if you don't try. And, you know, I, I put stuff out there that hasn't worked and it, it hasn't uh, engaged and, and that's okay, right? But if you don't do it, you're never gonna know. Um, and just like literally just get over yourself. Like you, it doesn't matter what so you look like. It, it doesn't matter so what true. you look like in yep. front of the camera. I mean, I'm sitting here criticizing myself though the whole time, but who cares, right? Like as, as far as I'm aware, nobody's sitting here judging me. So why am I judging myself? And the, the feedback, the reward that you're going to get from whatever platform or whichever way that you decide to to move forward with it, even if it's just you've been scared to go to your listing and do a, a virtual walkthrough, right? Like just do it. And, you know, I adopted very, very early. I've been using video for probably over a year now, just like walking, doing video walkthroughs and stuff. And I just sort of adopted that one and done. I, I'm not going to redo it. 
So if I fumble, I fumble. Like I, I very early started virtual open houses as soon as we had the platform to do that. I have no idea how they're being received. I have no idea, if, you know, if I look horrible, but I actually don't care, right? Like I just, yeah. at least I'm doing something, which is yeah. better than nothing. And, and more than 90% right. of other realtors out there. Exactly. And by just getting out there doing it. I love that advice. It's like just get out there and do it. And so many people are so afraid right. to get on video because of how they think they're going to look or that they're going to stammer. But one of the things that they know or that they don't realize is that the longer they wait, the crappier they're going to remain until they actually do it. And then even the practice about doing it the first time. I mean, I bet you your all of your first interviews, the first video tour you did was yeah. worse than the, than the, the fifth one you did. And yeah. that's just, natural. So that's some fantastic yeah. advice. The important part is the doing, right? It's, yeah. it's the doing yeah. and there's always someone else out there who's less qualified or not as skilled or not as talented, but they're doing like they're, they're doing it. So I agree with Melissa on that for sure. And Tina. That's, that's a fantastic point to finish on as well. Uh, Tina, Melissa, Kristen, thank you all so much for giving us your time and coming on and giving value to our agents. Um, I want to thank all of you for being here sincerely. Well, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for having me. And everybody who is uh, online and participating, thank you guys very much. This video will be posted up as well in our video library. Uh, in addition, it will be available on YouTube on CRLT Business Mastery, and you guys can get it anywhere you get your podcast as well. It'll be posted up right around Wednesday this week. In addition to that, follow us on Instagram, I guess. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.